So this is your introduction to the world. Who are you? How did you meet? You want to you take that one? <laughs> uh, well, we're the 99 Trip. Uh, I'm Sambo, also known as SMBX. Hey, what's Soprano? Hi, I'm Euphony. Yeah, um, alright, so me and Hero cousins, so basically grew up together, um, in youth, uh, Hero went to high school with youth, and, uh, basically, before we all connected, I remember for a while, um, Hero just kept telling me, like, yo, uh, me, you, and, like, this girl named Teresa, which is, like, oh. like, F the East Coast up, da 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 <laughs> And I'm like, word, word. And then he put me on Euphony, and I was like, yo, the music was just incredible. I was like, ain't no way she, I was like, you know, it was a dream. So then, uh, really got into it, um, and started, you know, dropping music, and then Hero would just call me and, like, say the same thing. And I was, that, at that point, I was like, alright, like, let's link, like, you know, make it happen. Like, you know her, you know what I'm saying? And then we linked for the session. Session turned to two, three, and then... And now um, they just won't stop. Yeah, like, <laughs> just, you know, it was just good, great energy. So we just felt it, and, you know, he spoke it. He spoke it. So I definitely um, say he's the reason why I manifested. Um, and yeah, and then I'm not sure it was born in, on May 17th. 2019. Yeah. That was your first session? No, that was, was that? when we decided right okay. then there we were going to be 99 Trip. And wow. then we dropped our first song May 31st. And then the first project, June 19th. Okay, yeah. wow. Yeah. But so you had been making music before that? Uh, individually? Yeah, well, we first linked up in April. Mm -hmm. It was around eight, the month of April. And then it just, yeah, kept going. Yeah. It started picking up. We had already had, I mean... I think each of us already had our own musical, you know, like, kind of... Career, definitely. I mean... Yeah. But it was just... I feel like we're each kind of, you know, independent in our own way. But we're definitely a group. So it's kind of like a... It's like... It's just like... I don't know, like... <laughs> I started with collective in a sense. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of a collective due to the fact that we all did have our own, you know, inclination of music. But when we came together, it's like, you know, we, yeah. we're we like family, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But we can do our own thing. Yeah. Okay. Is yeah. what I'm really trying to say. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so that's us. And so what's your story? Where you're from? And so... What's your background? I was born in Boston, Massachusetts. Mm -hmm. um, I'm Haitian-American. Uh, I grew up, I kind of moved around a lot, so I, when people ask me, I just say I'm from Jersey, but, um, I went to high school in Maplewood, and I went to high school with this guy, so, I guess technically we're both from Maplewood. Yeah. Um, um, I was born in Haiti, I moved here when I was like two years old, mm -hmm. so I was raised in America, I don't really have many memories of Haiti, but... The, the culture is definitely still in me. Um, but when I came to Jersey, moved to a city called Orange. Rough neighborhood, but, you know, I say that that town made me, you know, who I am. That tough love really, you know, that tough love really helps you to become, you know, strong for the world. Because the world, you know, 
it's not easy out there. And, you know, I had that foundation that set me for life. So, yeah. Yeah. And then lastly, no surprise, I'm Haitian as well. <laughs> uh, came when I was four. Uh, and then first it was North and then Orange is where the first half of my life um, was. Um, and then when I turned 12, my mom was like, yeah, we can't do this anymore. So she took me out and then we went to West Orange, which was called like up the hill. Or it was like a, a better area, a good area. Now, I don't know. But uh, yeah, so she took me out. So then the second half of my life was in West Orange and then so forth. Cool. Well, let me ask you, do you rap um, Haiti or do you rap New Jersey? What's, like, more important right now? Or what do you feel more connected both. with? Yeah, I both. feel both are, are yeah. definitely super important and vital to who we are today. Because mm-hmm. um, I feel like Haiti's in our blood, but mm-hmm. Jersey's, like, it built our character. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like they both build your character, but, like, Haiti is, like, deeper. Mm-hmm. It's deeper rooted. That's something that like wherever we move to yeah like that's you know like something that sticks with us really whether consciously or unconsciously jersey i feel like that's where we you know that's our slang that's our you know mm-hmm. you know kind of what we do every day like you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. i don't really know how to explain it very well but no i definitely like with the aspect with haiti it's like we have to really tap into our culture. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like everybody should, no matter where you're born. You got to look into your culture and that culture's history um, because that's a part of your nature. Now, as far as the Jersey part, I feel like I was nurtured in Jersey. I tell my mom all the time, like, it's a different environment from where you grew up or what you went through, you know. Uh, like, there's some spots in Haiti that still don't have electricity. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's different. Uh, you know, I didn't grow up um, in that environment. And I only went to Haiti, like, once. So yeah, I've never like, been. But I feel like the yeah, they're definitely <laughs> both equally important to yeah. who we are. Okay, right? cool. Yeah. Um, so if you had to describe your music, how would you describe it? And where can we see your music? Where can we see you perform? To describe our music. Just give me some adjectives, like some words. You don't have to like it's difficult, right? Because Well, you know what? Somebody and these aren't my words, um, but I, I, I do feel that. Um, somebody said, uh, when was it? Yesterday, um, one of my old co-workers, uh, he said, um, our music wasn't sweet, it was refreshing. He was like, some mm. music, it's sweet, it doesn't really like quench your thirst, though. Mm-hmm. It was just like, trips uh-huh. music was like refreshing. It just, it gave him this, um, something different, nostalgic, but like, pleasing. Like, he just kept re-watching our video, re-watching our video, and he was like, Yo, I wish you didn't show me these videos and I just saw it for the first time at a show. So then I was just like, wow. Like, that just hit. And that was yesterday, so, like, I was still thinking about it today. Like, he called this refreshing. Yeah. Right? So, so I guess refreshing <laughs> is the word for Refreshing. It. Okay. Right. Cool. Refreshing. Hip-hop, neo-soul. I don't know if, if we want to really call something neo-soul, but definitely hip-hop and R&B. Mm-hmm. Definitely we merge those two. Little trap here and there. That's what I would call it. Are you going to add some Haitian influence to your music at some point? Do you think so? Yeah. I would love to, yeah. yeah. I think so, yeah. It's coming. Do you live that part of your culture on an everyday basis? Like, are you surrounded by that type of music? or? Mm. See, we were just talking to youth. Like, she needs to put us on, like, some compa and, like, you know, some, yeah, some I, Haitian music. I grew up with that. 
Yeah. I feel like we all grew up with that, but it's just something that later on you have to really seek it out. Yeah. Because assimilation is crazy. So it's easy for some of our culture to be like washed away mm-hmm. in our daily lives. But I think we still making, I feel like we don't even really have to make an effort. Like to be Haitian is something that's so strong. It's such a strong thing that you can't get away from it. Even if you want to be American and just be yeah. American, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just something that, I don't know. Yeah. Like even when we talk to each other, like mm-hmm. Haitian slang, Haitian ways of speaking, it's, so different from the English language that it peaks out you know what I'm saying and like if you have a Haitian family it doesn't even matter like it doesn't matter if you want to be American they're gonna talk to you the way that they talk to you and it's just gonna rub off you know so I feel like we definitely follow that in our daily lives especially because we're not trying to be you know just American like that we follow it as well So that's the why you stay connected to the culture. Food. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The mm-hmm. food. Yeah. Like, even when I go home, my mom, she talks to me in Creole, you know? Like, mm-hmm. She doesn't talk in English all the time. Although, you know, I, I, most of the time I respond in English, you mm-hmm. know? But, uh, yeah, I, that's one thing I'd like to, you know, pass down on my kids, like that culture mm-hmm. and the language. Because um, a lot of people our generation, they, they're losing the language. Mm-hmm. We haven't. Sometimes we even talk to each other in Creole yeah. sometimes. Like, yeah. Just joking around or like calling each other some type of thing in Creole. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, uh, that's what I mean. Like the culture is so strong. It's yeah. like we're always, you know, there are certain things that you say in Creole that you can't even really uh, translate Trans- into yeah. English. Yeah. Would yeah. you integrate that into future mu- musical products? Oh, absolutely. Or, yeah? Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, definitely. Cool. So, yeah, tell me about your albums, your, you know, tours, whatever, where can people see you? Where can people find your music? Because um, we heard so much about your music, but where do we well, where do Our we find first um, project, Choose Your Destination, is on all platforms. Mm-hmm. Um, Say it again because you were mumbling. Our <laughs> album, Choose Your Destination, is mm-hmm. on all platforms, Spotify, Apple, Apple Music, music. Um, Deezer, I know for the people in Europe, <laughs> Deezer a lot, so mm-hmm. it's on there too. Um, yeah, so that's Mostly on um, platforms, a lot of our singles like H2O and um, the Broke as Fuck remix, those are on SoundCloud because of like some sampling issues. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so if you want like the singles, definitely SoundCloud. But for the full project, all platforms. Okay. And but the uh, Choose Your Destination, the one on platforms, is missing one song, Euphony Cut, and that's because of samples too. Okay. Yeah, but you can find the full go. version yeah. on SoundCloud. All right, cool. If you want the full uncut um, project, it's on SoundCloud. You could see us um, when you watch any hip hop videos from the '90s. You see us. Um, when you, you know what I'm saying? I like, that. See us, see us anywhere. Our influences, because that's what we're trying to recreate. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But you know, if you really want like us, us, you know, you can go with what they said. But. You know, me being and, the uh, with the tour that we're on right <laughs> now, we're we're mostly yeah, you're touring. Doing, yeah, okay. we're mostly touring around New Jersey. Um, mm-hmm. I think one show yeah. in New York. Yes, sir. we're so, gonna be uh, everywhere. Fashion, but, you know, this is, is where we're starting. Mm-hmm. So this is just a little start. You know? Okay. So yeah. Yeah, we're going to Rowan on the twenty second. I think it is. Twenty second. Um, on the twenty second, and then on the twentieth, it's Felician. Felician University. University. We have a whole bunch of, like, I think we're trying to center ourselves with colleges right now Mm -hmm. because, you know, it's closer to our age groups and stuff like that. So 
that's what we're doing as of right now. But um, later on, you're going to see us everywhere. You but people can everywhere. find all of the information on socials, right? Yeah, yeah. Like you can find it on um, v99trip.com. Mm-hmm. Questions, you find it all on our, on our website. So. All right, cool. Because oh I was lucky enough to see you perform the first time I heard your music. I think that, I don't know, I'm curious. Like, I would I would like to know what it would have been if I heard your music first without seeing mm-hmm. you perform. Because I, uh, I just, you know how you have, like, I, that, that was my music crush. I was just like, oh, my God, I need to. I don't know. Went to Europe, and I shared it with everybody I know that's into music, and everybody was like, what? Oh, my Thank God. Thank you I so you. much. We that's truly amazing. appreciate you. From the bottom of my heart, seriously. like. It was and everybody in that room. I don't know if you rem- remember that performance at the open mic night at the New York weekend. Everybody was just like, I don't know. It was just like it sounds corny, but it was magical. Like everybody just like stopped doing what they were doing, and they were like, everybody was on their phones, and everybody was like, wait, like once you started, everybody was like, uh, we have that wow factor on a lot of people. I don't know, I don't know what they expect. Mm-hmm. You know, but we, we usually we usually show out. I don't know. I think they just don't expect the lyrics because of you yeah. know what music not to knock off any rappers today but you know lyricism is kind of a dying art <laughs> in yeah, hip hop right now we bring in the lyrics back you know yeah so. substance yes substance. i think that's what it is i felt like um it was so magical because people were just like it's so needed right now mm-hmm. like we all yearn to have the substance and yeah. have like people talk about real stuff and i'll just like people things that people can yeah, relate to and i think what makes you really like why I really like you that much is because you're very authentic and you're very um, vulnerable. Yeah, yeah, I'd say that. Like yeah. I appreciate that yeah. because you know, yeah, it's authentic. Mm-hmm. Thank, Thank you. Appreciate that. That's love. <laughs> yeah. All right. Shall we move on to the next one? Yes. All right. So how did you get into music and who or what inspires you? <laughs> uh, get into music. Uh, well, music kind of evolved. Um, for me, I started off like you know with poetry, mm-hmm. um, but uh, I just started dabbling into it. But I started with acapella. I was, I was just always freestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, I started freestyling like twelve ish, you know, um, just with at church and with you know my church people when we would go out, just uh, musicians. It started um, becoming that. Me and my best friend uh, CJ just started learning piano at the same time. So. Started making music like that, but um, never recorded, just live. And then, because we never recorded, I never really sought writing. So I would just freestyle, and, like have these jam sessions. And then, um, that was it. Uh, and then hip-hop, like, that experience and, like, all that research and knowledge really started in high school, like, for me. You know, before that, I mean, yeah, I listened to music, but it was just the poetry and I was just freestyle. So I didn't really have any form or, like you know, topics. I just use what was in front of me. That's how it evolved for me. And then I'm really kind of taming it now. And like, you know. Um, Well, for me, I'd say like my earliest hip-hop memory I could remember is like um, my mom driving me to school and Nas's I Know I Can was playing Mm -hmm. on the radio. And this is back (laughs) when it first came out. I was like four or five years old. Mm -hmm. And I remember I would keep singing that song like day in and day out like, I know I can, wow. not knowing that, like... Not knowing that you really could. That this is, like, <laughs> I really could, yeah, that too, but just the, um, like, I was just like, what is this? Like, what type of music? I've heard, I think at that age, I heard every type of music, like, jazz, and it was just, like, 
what is this? Like, what, why is this beat in this pattern? Like, why is he speaking on the mic instead of singing? And um, that's powerful because I, I can imagine. Yeah, and I think that's where my my, like my I don't know my interest in hip hop, but definitely throughout my um middle school and high school years, I really started to really study the um the older guys in hip hop like. A Tribe Called Quest is one of my biggest inspirations. De La Soul is my favorite yes, hip-hop group of all time. Okay. You know, okay. Nas, you know, just all those rappers. Wu-Tang Clan was, like, one of the first, one, also one of the first um, hip-hop song, hip-hop groups I ever got into. And, yeah, the rest is history. Hip-hop just speaks. It speaks to you in a different way. Yeah, you yeah. know that's, that's history. Yeah. Like, that's a fact. Yeah, he's the hip-hop historian of yeah, the group. I like to like he he just calls <laughs> nah, samples you are, out you and you know these new songs from like these old songs he'll just be in the car like in the room he'd be like uh pull this song up da, da, da. and then yeah. we we pull it up and then we just hear the sample playing like and it's just like wow yeah i have that like hidden talent i can identify samples in songs out. Oh, wow man. yeah it's powerful he knows his he does his research you know i feel like um my musical influences are a lot of you know cliche of the cliches, uh, Lauren Hill, Erica Badu, Jill Scott, you know, Nas, Slick Rick, De La Soul, Busta Rhymes, like all the all the people that everybody knows. But I feel like um, it's just from my personal experience. Like when you are ah, when you are, um, I feel like when you're destined for something or when you're made for something, your purpose always just reappears in your life. Yeah. Like. When I was younger, I was I have four brothers, so I grew up to you know rap battles. I grew up with everybody like boom boxing. You know what I'm saying? Like I grew up with that culture, and then but I never really went into it until I think it was high school. And this is good that we talking about this because I want to set the record straight. Because okay? <laughs> this boy that I really liked, I had this big old crush on him, right? And he was like, he rapped and stuff like that. So I was like, yo, I feel like I can do this too. Like at first I was, you know, doing poetry. I sang. I always sang since I was a baby, I feel. My mom told me one time that like I would cradle. I would I would uh, sing in my cradle, like hum to myself when I was a baby. And sometimes I do it like now when I really want to go to sleep and I can't. So it makes sense. But um yeah, so back to this boy. So I was like, you know what? I could rap too. So I tried it. I put something up on SoundCloud, like a little something, something. And in front of the whole class, this boy pulls it up on SoundCloud. Mind you, it's my first. It's really not that great. Mm-hmm. And he's like, mind you, it's a boy I like. But anyway, so he's like, oh, everybody listen. Da, 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 da. And so he starts trying to clown me. So... Like, I don't know. I feel like that really set me off, you know? Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm doing this. So then I really started <laughs> to do it. And now I'm like, you know, I'm pretty good at it. But I think it really started with that. It started just from what's in my blood, you know what I'm saying? But I think what really consciously pushed me to start rapping, rapping, is when he did that. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I could rap too. So I really started to take it seriously um, on a more serious note. Because I just felt like anything that a male can do, not anything that a male can do, but a lot of things that males can do, it's a male-dominated thing, hip-hop and rap. Not necessarily just hip-hop, but rap. So, you know, I kind of wanted to try and push that boundary, you know? And search it down. 
So it was something you were surrounded with, right? So yeah. Was it in your younger. family or anything? Was no, something you picked up? It was your okay. None of my family is. Um, I feel like they could really be musically inclined if they focused on it, mm-hmm. but nobody really ever took the time. You know what I'm saying? Because life, everybody kind of just pushed their talents or what could have been to the side to do what the world expected them to do. Kind of no, like no, no shade to them, but I'm just saying. I feel like I was kind of like the black sheep of the family that is now like going out and doing what I want to do. But nobody really, you know, was into music like that, performing wise and stuff like that. But um, I grew up, my stepdad was always, he was a music connoisseur, Haitian music, American music, any type of music he would play. He made CDs, amongst other things that he did. So I always grew up around a lot of different musical influences, but I really just started doing my own thing from my own experiences, like mm-hmm. in life later on. Mm-hmm. So do you remember the moment when you were like, okay, hip-hop is for me, or you know, when you fell in love with hip-hop? Because for you it was like Nas, mm-hmm. so like that one moment you still remember. For you too, like when did you, you know, or when did you discover you had a passion or a talent for? Well, I lied a little bit. So my sister, <laughs> she's not my blood sister, but she's my sister by bond, and she sings. Mm-hmm. So I always had. She lived across the street from me when I was living in Irvington when I was really really young, and so I would always go across the street to her house, and she would come to mine. And she was a little older than me, and she introduced me to um Destiny Chow. So she had a sister, which wasn't her full sister, but you know we all kind of were sisters. So. Mm-hmm. Every day, faithfully, we would go and dance and like make those dances <laughs> to their songs and stuff like that. And were you I, Michelle? I was, <laughs> I, I was kind of Michelle, low key. Yeah, I'm not gonna hold you because I was a little younger, so I couldn't be Beyonce because she was like, "No, I'm Beyonce," so I, I couldn't fight her for, to be Beyonce. But um, yeah, so I kind of got my that little edge from my sister because she's always kind of been like one of my role models and musically she's always been inclined so she always kind of taught me when I was growing up like I don't know how I forgot her but she always kind of taught me growing up like how to song write or how to you know what I needed to do next without really that wasn't her full purpose but I feel like that was like God's message to me every once in a while she would come to my house when we got older like have you been writing have you been you know, doing this, doing that, you know what I'm saying? So I definitely did have, you know, you know, some, some angels in my life guiding me, like, but, um, yeah. So for all of you, um, it was, it kind of went hand in hand, like writing and music, like yeah. poetry, Cause who you, right? Yeah. Music, oh, or was one first and then, one in the same. was it music first and then writing, or writing first and music? It was the writing first for me, I mean, but, cause yeah, in my, same. in my house it was kind of straight, so there was no rap in my house. Mm-hmm. The only, Hello. like, hip hop that Hello. I remember in my house that got in was Lauren Hill. Mm-hmm. Like, after that. Yeah, the Fuji's cause. Not even the Fuji's, like, Lauren Just Hill. Just Lauren Hill. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Everything yeah. else, like, my mom. Sense. I was listening to Mariah Carey. I was singing to Celine Dion. Okay. You know, I was, yeah, that was me. I used to be a singer. Okay. But then I stopped singing in middle school. And then, yeah, I'm a rapper now. But, uh, Do you want to yeah. talk about it? <laughs> no, I mean. Yeah, you want to talk about it? He's like, no, I'm really going to talk just, about those things. I don't know. It's like, I stopped because I couldn't really, well, really see myself as a singer. I didn't think of pursuing it it was just an activity and you know middle school they make you do what chorus yeah, like that. yeah so yeah. you know it, it was like that um 
I I found that I was good. I mean, everybody thinks they're a good singer when they first start, right? But, <laughs> nah, mean, but you really good. And it's like, it peaks out now. Like it's, Yeah, I've been practicing. But if you don't use it, you lose it, you know? So yeah. it's not the same as it was. But it's like, it's something you got to practice. It's like, even Beyonce got vocal coaches, you know, vocalists like these labels. Yeah. That's what they do. Because um, it's an instrument, your voice. So um, uh, rap's just different, you know? Uh, yeah, rap is different, different from anything I've done. I feel like poetry is closer, but like, yeah, rap yeah. is different. Cause like rap, it hits you. That's why it's called like a punchline. You know, mm. it just okay. Yeah, I just, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I remember in one of the last writing sessions, I was like, Yo, some of my punchlines might come with a kick. It's like it depends on the message that um, I'm trying to push forward. But hip hop, like, martial arts. Yeah, pretty much. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll ask a little bit more about that later. I have a question with regard to uh, how you work like creatively, what your process is. Um, so let me ask you one thing. Um, what makes your group um, or your music unique? What makes you stand out? Like, what is it that you know nobody else has? Well, nobody else is us. You know, I feel like mm-hmm. we're us and I feel like it's it's so different we're so different and we catch people's eyes because like we said before it's the lyricism it's it's the rawness of what we do it's a lot of people these days are kind of just doing like a lot of people these days are making music and some of them are in the limelight and they say it in interviews like yeah I don't even really like music I just do it for fun and it's like yo that's the most absurd <laughs> thing I've ever heard yo you mm-hmm. killing it for us yeah. like you're really killing it for <laughs> us because we I feel like we really do this like we really do it from our spirit it's real yeah. you know and even even like uh, just with our names like you know when we talk about that it's just it's really genuine it's not just you know random names we're not a we could have easily threw a, a little t a little c a little, little t a little, little t and little s like we could have been all little somethings and we would have fit uh, right in you know even with our names like there's like a message in that mm-hmm. so uh it's our identity at, at this point you know just you being authentic yeah, genuine, like, there's, there's no cap, you know, no rap cap yeah. in our music. No uh, rap cap, we're really us. Like. Yeah, we express ourselves. Um, and, and what you're saying about, you know, the music just showing that you can tell we're vulnerable. It's like, you know, those are real experiences, those um, real emotions um, that we're tapping into and memories. Um, are you saying there's energy and memories? Like, and with the music, it just becomes, in a sense, Immortal, you know, it, like mm-hmm. it, it stays there. You, you capture that emotion, um, and, and to and you you know let it flow out of like. Yeah. All right, and you agree that's what people want right now. I think so. Yeah. Uh, what do they want or not? Yeah, I mean, yeah. What do they want or not? That shit. But it's, do you think that's why people appreciate your music? Probably, and I feel like the the trap wave is dying, mm-hmm. uh, and the reason why is because. If you realize, no, no, it's even being taught in schools. Like lyricism is coming back. Don't get me wrong. Trap is always gonna be there because that it has its own lane in rap. But trap, if you think about trap music, it's always glorifying materialistic things or like things that you have in Mm -hmm. possession. But there's been too many suicides. There's been too many crime. There's been too many, you know, like violence. So it's like clearly you're not happy. So I guess. 
you know, lyrical rap is yeah. like people are putting their truth now. People mm-hmm. are searching out. for what's so real again. Looking for that. Yeah. But mm-hmm. okay, so if you're aware of all these things and you wanna um, convey a certain message, then you are trying to use your voice because there's artists that are just they know they have a platform, they know they have a voice, but they choose not to, you know. So what about you? Like, what is your? How do you want to use your voice if you want to use it? Very good question. Thank you. That was a very good question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me just say, uh, I, I, here you can jump in, but it's so genuine in the group too. Like, if there's a message that you know one of us doesn't agree with, we'll outright say it and be like, yeah. Um, nah, I can't support that, or I, I can't do that, or I can't hop on that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's real. Because uh, you, you, don't agree, you don't agree with it, you know? So um, I just wanted to say that uh, our messages, you know, align. We even have discussions where, you know, where we give our point of view or beliefs, um, and then we just all respect each other's different beliefs mm-hmm. and just come to an understanding. But when it comes to the music, and that's us becoming one, so we have to agree on it. responsible like you know what I mean oh, absolutely. yeah mm-hmm. you don't absolutely. Yeah. yeah absolutely mm-hmm. absolutely okay. gotta keep it alive um it's my go mm-hmm. <laughs> I kind of feel like I want to like heal the world <laughs> and it's super general and super cliche but I think that's really my overall goal and however I can do that um trying to get into like politics and because I realize that everything comes from or everything that I think is wrong with where we are wrong with the world is all caused by systems of things systems that were put in place and I'm not gonna say too much because it would just kill me back now but um I feel like like sometimes I'm, I'm very empathetic I'm an empath, like, my spirit just feels a lot of things, even if I don't know. Like, sometimes I'll wake up just feeling very tense. And whenever the world is in, like, I'll see the news, and it'll be like, did that happen? And I'm like, oh. Like, I'll wake up, and I'll just wake up feeling very tense. Sometimes, you know, I'll just be depressed, and I don't really know 
why exactly and a lot of what I do comes from just what I see in the world and how these systems have affected my people and when I say my people I mean everyone but just where I live you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying like looking around and seeing poverty looking around and seeing people depressed and you know addicted to drugs and you know what I'm saying so I feel like I just want to heal the world it's not even when I say the world because it's like it's not even just America you know what I'm saying like humankind yeah yeah I just want to heal I just want to heal everybody you know mm -hmm. so not even just through the music but I see the music as also a way to break into another way to fix things mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying so I think that's my overall goal is to just like for the world to be in some type of harmony or be at some type of peace or just and what better way to do it than through music yeah, you know language. like people have been kind of trying to crack the code and I feel like the issue is that nobody's taking music as seriously as it should be taken because even the musicians aren't doing that you know what I'm saying so imagine you see some people who are rapping about things that can heal the world and they're doing it seriously. You know what I'm saying? And they're trying to get their word out through whatever it is, politics, through not even just through music, through whatever way that they can. You know what I'm saying? Like it all would just be so much more, you know, easy. Through music, I feel like we can do that. Yeah, I mean, thing about music, it's like, when it makes you feel, you just know, like, you know, man, that's, that's good music, you know, and that's part of that healing process, too. Like, you know, they say music's a universal language, and it's because put anybody in the room, once they hear, exactly. like, something, it's and universal. it just, it's a feeling, you know? And yeah, like. Put our message in our music. That's exactly why I feel like that's what, like, that's what could really do it. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like, that's the base foundation. Like, sound, you know? sound i feel like sound like when a baby comes out first thing it does is cries you know what i'm saying like if you really want to express if you really want somebody to understand something you could do it through sound through music through communication mm -hmm. you know and i feel like a lot of times people don't want to hear what everybody got to say or even if you're saying something that's important not everyone's going to listen or you know listen to understand but when you hear music it's like it immediately affects you, regardless of if it affects you in a good way or a bad way. You know what I'm saying? So imagine you hear music and then there are words that are harmonious and they sound good. But also it's like, hey, let me tell you something. You know, I feel like that's so powerful and we can do just so much with just that. Like, yeah, so. Cool. Okay. I just really wanted to know if you guys like if you're if you really want to like take up this responsibility because I mean it's one thing to just do it and it's like a byproduct of yeah. what you're doing right so you're you're um, rapping about things that are important to you and then it just happens to be about a certain group of people or certain things that are you know going wrong but then to me it's like a whole other thing if you decide okay I want to be responsible for you know being like political or you know keeping the culture alive or whatever it is exactly so you do want to take up this responsibility to get it right that's yes. real. I mean, I, that's the well. That's I the mean, goal. at least that's the goal. Me. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. like the music I I'm making right now, that's first. That's that's me healing. Yeah, know? it starts with mm -hmm. you. Yeah, like, that's that's my that that was my therapy. Mm -hmm. Um, it's like 
after that, you know, I was like, all right, you know, start putting it out. Now, when they re- <laughs> uh, like relate to it mm-hmm. and resonate with it, and if they can heal through it too, then yeah. Word. That's killing two birds with one stone. Word. And then you go the extra step to yeah. be like, okay, now I'm doing it and they feel it and I know that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So how can I now use that to take the extra step? Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's what you mean by responsibility because everybody, not everybody, but some people, everybody can make music in a way. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Then some people can make music that people like. Then some people can make music that people like and have people back them in terms of, like, what they want to do with that music. You know what I'm saying? And then it's just, you know, it all just gets crazy. I just feel like, um... I don't know how to explain it. I can't really... You gotta take responsibility. Once you're given a talent or a skill, Mm -hmm. and it's so different that people actually like it, it's like, yeah, like, that's your responsibility now. I feel like, okay, so we could put it in these terms. Like, you know how some people make music, and it's like, whenever, like... I'll say something like, oh, I don't really like that because he's talking about this or he's talking about that. And people will be like, oh, well, you know, you just got to do what you want. You only got one life. You know what I'm saying? And I do understand that to a certain extent. But it's like, yo, we don't have room for anything that's pushing us backwards. I don't think. Like, if you're not saying anything, I just feel like you should shut up. Like, if you're not making music that's making a positive change, I just get upset. I just feel like I won't listen to it. And it's pretty close. It's, it's a little bit of closed-mindedness and stubbornness, I understand. But I do feel like we all have that responsibility just because simply we see what's going on in the world. So you don't have room to not take responsibility. And if you don't, it's just like, what are you doing, you know? I don't know. That's just how I feel. Like I just feel like everybody has that responsibility. But I think that's why we need you. And that's what, you know, makes you irreplaceable or... Stand out. Oh, that type of responsibility. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Not really think so. Bad.